when Frank finds his happy home under attack by a dangerous but largely unknown breed of shark, he enlists the aid of the world's only house shark expert, Zachary, and a grizzled former real estate agent, Abraham, to embark on a desperate quest to destroy the beast and claim back his life. It's like Jaws, but in a house. Ladies and gentlemen, this week, we're going to need a bigger house. Welcome to Bucket of Chum, the shark movie podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to a new episode of Bucket of Chum, the shark movie podcast. And this week, as you probably guessed, I am doing House Shark from 2017, written and directed by Ron Bonk. And if you don't know the name Ron Bonk, you probably should, because he is the owner and operator of SRS Cinema. Uh, so they released Jaws of the Shark, Virus Shark, Sharks of the Corn, and there's going to be a few others that we're definitely going to be doing on this show. It's fantastic movie like i had such a fucking blast with this thing i'm just gonna read some imdb trivia first because some of it is just pure fucking gold so one of the ones we got here writer and director ron bonk stated that the film was conceived as a result of both a desire to make a shark movie and an incident in which bonk experienced ice cracking on the roof of his home in an interview with pop matters he said it was unreasonably cold even for a midwinter in central new york and I made a joke about it being zombies on my roof, and that was the movie title, Zombies on a Nice Roof, or something along those lines. Then I thought, what if it was a zombie apocalypse, but only inside of people's homes? Then thinking I didn't want to do zombies, I thought, what if it was a shark? So that's that's the birth of House Shark. That is how we got this fantastic film. Um, one other piece of trivia that I really want to read out, I think it's important. If you take a shot every time House Shark is mentioned, it will take approximately 10 minutes to get blackout drunk. So, in other words, I do not recommend turning this movie into a drinking game because you will get fucked up, apparently, in the first 10 minutes, and then you're just going to miss the other hour and 40. So, and honestly, that would just be a shame. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. What can I say about this movie? It is fucking great. I had a, an awesome time with it. Now, some of the language in the movie is like on inappropriate. They use the F word, not fuck. I'll say fuck all day. Uh, derogatory word towards homosexuals. They use it a few times. It's not great, but, you know, the rest of the movie makes up for it with its ridiculousness. And also the characters saying this are kind of pieces of shit anyways. So I it kind of just fits in with who they are, but. All right, so let's dive into this thing. I'm going to get into the plot right now. Uh, so a dad, his name is Frank, telling his son Theodore that he's ready to get back on the dating wagon. Frank's getting ready for his date. He puts on a shirt, and there's an old sheriff's badge hanging from it. And Theo, his son, is like, oh, should you really be wearing that? Dad looks down, and he takes it off. We assume he's not with the sheriff's office anymore. He's... I, we don't actually find out. that. We'll get more into that later, but we don't find out fucking why he's not in the sheriff's office anymore. So then we see like a fake like Tinder profile for this girl named Eleanor, who is the woman that Frank's going to be going on this date with. So we see her profile and then it disappears. And then she's standing in the house. She kind of looks like her Tinder profile, but also not her teeth are fucking terrible. 
she kind of dresses like i don't know like white like trailer trash she's basically looks like trailer trash and she's like oh hi frank (laughs) that's how she says his fucking name as soon as she comes into the house it is fucking ridiculous and when she's there, Theo sees her and is like, isn't it like traditional for like the man to go and pick up the woman? And then Frank's like, oh, welcome to the 20th century or some shit. 21st century. And so also in the house is the uh, babysitter, Betsy. Uh, he tells Betsy he's not going to be too late because he kind of glanced over at Elnor like, you know, fuck this. I am not spending a lot of time with this fucking woman because she's insane looking and clearly fucking obnoxious just from the way she said Frank. Like, ah. Uh, just fucking ear piercing. But anyways, so Frank just starts like pushing Eleanor out the door. He's like, let's just get this fucking over with. She like grossly tries to kiss him and you know, he's not having any of it and I don't blame him. (laughs) So then we got to later on and uh, Betsy is putting Theo to bed and then he says that he wants the lights on because he's been hearing noises lately. And so she asks, like, well, you know, what kind of noises have you been hearing? And he's like, oh, like heavy breathing and shit. And then Betsy's like, oh, well, it's probably just the guy in the hockey mask and chainsaw under your bed, making a fucking Jason Voorhees reference. So then Theodore actually looks under the bed and Betsy just makes fun of him. Like, ah, you know, it's not real, blah, 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 whatever. She turns the light on the dad's room. uh, And very quickly, we see a shark fin like pass by. She, you know, kind of sees it out the corner of her eye, ignores it. So then later on, we get a POV of the shark as Betsy reads. Uh, turns out she's reading fucking Moby Dick because, you know, aquatic themes. <laughs> uh, she turns around. There's nobody there. She goes to investigate and finds nothing. So she heads to the washroom and then like she just completely disrobes. Like as soon as she gets in there, fucking dress off, done. Like, And then she's wearing nothing underneath. No bra, no panties, nothing. And so then she goes back. So she goes and sits on the toilet and she's reading the cliff notes for Moby Dick. So I'm, ob- I'm assuming she's like a college student or high school student. So she's sitting there reading and then she's farting away on the fucking toilet. And she goes, Oh damn period gas. <laughs> like, uh, it was just so fucking weird. It is totally unnecessary. But again, this movie's pretty heavy on the comedy, pretty gross comedy like fart and poop jokes so if that's not your thing you probably won't enjoy the movie but if it is you're in for a wild fucking ride my friends <laughs> so you know and then of course we're hearing the peeing sounds and the fart sounds because you know we, we have to hear that and then the camera like slowly zooms in on her ass as she's sitting on the toilet so like kind of a side view and then we go to a pov inside the toilet so we're like the shark's pov now and then we were looking up staring at her ass and then she is like tugged down on the toilet for a brief second and then we cut outside so frank's back home he's arrived outside uh we see him and we only hear eleanor and she's like thanks frank your tongue is legendary and frank's face is covered in fucking pubic hair and then he starts like choking on it fucking disgusting but also funny so he he heads inside he announces himself and then like Theo's Theo scares the shit out of him. Like he comes down from the stairs. like, Whoa, and we hear noises coming from the bathroom. Frank runs in to find Betsy on the toilet struggling. And like, she is covered in blood, like fucking head to toe. He grabs her hands. and tries to, he tries to pull her off the toilet, but the blood makes her hands all slippery. So she slips back. We just see her head like sinking away as Frank reaches out. 
And then we're just left with a bloody and gut-filled bathroom. Pretty gross and gooey. I'm all I'm here for it. Like this is what we like. Gooey practical blood and effects. Fucking great. So Frank starts crying. Theo comes in and asks, like, what's wrong? They hear a noise coming from the toilet, like some gargling noise. So they slowly approach it. And when they both look in, they both get like a big squirt of blood on the face. And then fucking shark fin comes out of the toilet. And then Frank's just staring at it. And then two months later. So we got our first kill, like almost right away. Pretty decent. Like for, for a movie like this, that's like super low budget. I'm talking like Z movie budget level here. Don't let that deter you from it because it is still a great fucking time. So now it's two months later. The house is for sale. It has a sign on it says alarmingly low price. We go to the backyard and we see Frank stretching. So him and Theo have basically been living in the backyard. Like they have a little pup tent set out. And Frank's made a toilet out of a fucking camping chair. So like they're doing everything outside. They don't even fucking step foot this house anymore. So they got a barbecue for, as their stove and they're just eating beans. And we're led to believe that like, this is all they fucking eat. Like they do not eat anything else other than fucking beans. And then like, there's the whole scene. Uh, if you remember in Jaws, uh, Michael and chief Brody are sitting at the dinner table. And then like, Michael's kind of imitating everything like chief Brody's doing. Like when he rubs his hand through his hair or some shit, they do the exact same thing here really fucking weird because all of a sudden like Frank freaks out. He grabs Theo and he's like, what the hell? Can't you see kid? I'm going through hell. And then Theo's like, whoa, dad, like take a chill pill, man. Just like calm down. <laughs> and you know, then this is where Theo's like, you know, I, I don't want to eat my beans. Cause it's like all we ever fucking eat. And then Theo's mom comes and picks him up and her name is fucking Ladybird. That's the only thing she's ever credited to is Ladybird. That's her only fucking name. And apparently all the names of the characters in this movie are based on US presidents and their wives. I'm not sure why, but that's that's what they went with. So we get that. So then naturally, you know, she bitches at them for uh, you know, living in the backyard and she's like, Winter's coming. And Frank's like, Yeah, I'll build an igloo. Yeah, that's sure, that'll fucking work. <laughs> And then Frank breaks down. He starts crying because he can't sell the house. And like, he just wants to burn this thing down. He doesn't want to let anybody into the house, obviously. Apparently, the police found nothing during their investigation. I don't know what fucking cops they use, but like the way that bathroom looked, they should have found something, fucking anything. So I don't know. They must have been terrible. And then Lady Bird is like, oh, it was a freak plumbing accident. Now, listen, I'm no expert on indoor plumbing, outdoor plumbing, or plumbing in fucking general. But I'm pretty sure that you can't fucking die from a freak plumbing accident on a toilet. <laughs> so that's just my opinion. But again, I don't know much about plumbing, so I guess we'll leave that up to the experts. And, you know, Frank says, I, he got, I can feel it watching me. It's undressing me with its eyes. And then it's violating me. And then, you know, it tricks me into going back to its place. And then, you know, you get its pants off and it's got a dick. And, you know, he's he starts saying that, you know, it's like being tricked by, you know, a transgender person or something. And, you know, he goes on about that for a while. I'm not going to quote every line of this fucking movie because like every line of dialogue is ridiculous. I'm basically just pulling out some of my favorite shit here. If I just recommend watching this movie with a bunch of people. Because it's 
like there's so many good one-liners in here and I'm probably not going to do it all justice. So, you know, and he says, you know, it's in there. It's still waiting. And Frank says something about, you know, he won't rejoin the force because they pushed him too far, but we don't learn anything more than that. Like that's all we learn. So then we cut to Regan real estate and a guy is basically telling a real estate agent to just show the house without Frank's permission. Like, you know, fuck him. If the bank, uh, gets this house of the real estate company gets nothing. So like, he's really pushing for this thing to be sold. Uh, and this real estate boss, his name is, I want to say Theodore Reagan, which it should be Ronald, but maybe it is Ronald. It doesn't matter. So this boss, he gives like a fucking history of the company. His, uh, relative came from Italy to dominate the real estate in America and then there's a statue of Ulysses Bubbles Grant, who was the founder. And like this statue is just a dude painted and standing very fucking still. <laughs> so they they didn't want to find a statue. They just painted a guy and it's like, yeah, there, there's your fucking statue. <laughs> and, you know, this real estate agent boss is a real dick. He basically threatens guy like sell this house or else. I don't know what the or else is. Maybe he's just fired. Maybe he's going to kill him. I don't fucking know. So then we cut to a library and we see Frank and he's just grabbing books about sharks and, you know, he sets all the books down and then just goes to a computer and searches shark attacks in Syracuse, uh, shark attacks in houses. And then he like prints out some pages of other cases and shit. So it's, it's fucking funny. Like he grabs all these books off the fucking shelf and then he just goes to the computer, which is just what he should have done in the fucking first place. Right? Like, Nobody uses libraries anymore unless you're in fucking college or university. So Frank returns home and then he finds the real estate agent showing the house. So this couple is in there. They go upstairs and Frank yells, you're going to die. And he tells the real estate agent that he knows what it is. He shows all the printed research and puts it right in his fucking face. He's like, look at this. And then like he explains similar cases have happened around a parade of houses and that the real estate agent there said it was a house shark and all kinds of crazy shit. So the people inside have a dog with a leash on it. It goes to the downstairs washroom and that's kind of like the last we see of it. I like we're led to believe that it got killed, I guess. Luckily, they don't show anything or we really hear anything because I, I fucking hate that in any movie because I you know I'm a dog lover. But it's I guess sometimes with this genre, you kind of have to deal with it. Luckily, we don't really see or hear much. And then meanwhile, outside, Frank and the real estate guy are, you know, talking about house sharks. And then Frank's found a guy who's a house shark expert. And uh, this couple wants to make an offer. Apparently, they just love the fucking house, right? (laughs) So this guy, this couple, right? The guy goes to his girlfriend and he's like, first place I'm going to make mad monkey love to you is right here in this living room. (laughs) So again, fucking ridiculous. So then back outside, Georgia Frank are fighting over selling the fucking house. Back inside, we got a POV from the shark as the couple makes out. And it's got like rip off Jaws music playing in the background. And <laughs> the girl says, John, stop. I don't want to get caught with your fingers up my butt. <laughs> and then outside, uh, John's against the window screaming. The girl, a girl comes out of nowhere and yells shark, how shark. And then, and then fucking faints. And again, this is a jaws reference. Uh, when the 
Jaws uh, attacks Michael's boat and there's a girl who's just like, shit, shark. There's a shark. Yeah. One of many, many more Jaws uh, references. Uh, you know, when Ron Bonk was making this movie, apparently, you know, he just couldn't do it without referencing Jaws. And so we get a lot of it. And honestly, I'm perfectly fine with it. It's something that's basically mandatory in most of these movies. We have to have some sort of Jaws reference, right? Because, I mean, Jaws is the king of these movies. <laughs> so then Frank and George, uh, they're staring in the window and we just see blood flying everywhere. Uh, you know, the couple's dead. The house shark has got them. So then Frank and George are at the police station. There's police officers comforting George, like, here, hold the gun like a real cop. <laughs> it's like treating him like a kid and giving him his fucking gun. Lady Bird comes in. Frank tells her what happened. And she's like, oh my God, you were right the whole time. And, she, you know, he asked Lady Bird to watch Theo while he takes care of it, right? He's going to take care of this house shark. So Frank goes up to George, pries him away from the cop. And he's like, I'm going to call Zachary, the house shark expert. And George is like, I had three families scheduled today. One of them had kids, Frank. These just weren't some ugly kids. They were adorable. <laughs> so, you know, if it was ugly kids getting attacked and dying, it's fine. But they were adorable children. So this is a problem. This is, you know, George has morals here, of course. <laughs> and then Frank says, they'll make things right. No more showings. So then fucking George meets with his boss again. Frank is in the rain outside the house. And then we get POV of the house shark in the house. He picks up his phone and he calls Zachary Taylor, who is this house shark expert. And then we cut to inside of a diner and uh, we're looking at a newspaper and it says real estate yearly low idiot claims house shark killed people. This is where we get this guy, Abraham. He spits out his coffee, making growling noises and he's going to be somebody that comes to help get rid of the fucking house shark. So as George is meeting with his boss, his boss says he's going to put his top house inspector on it, Darth Squanto. This fucking guy is like a six foot tall Native American man dressed all in black. Like basically, except for the helmet, he kind of looks like Darth Vader, you know, hence Darth Squanto. <laughs> so George tells Frank about their plan. Frank thinks they should wait for the scientist. And then George is like, meet Darth Squanto. The camera pans like there's no one there. Frank points out that there's no one there. And then Darth Squanto appears behind Frank, like just out of fucking nowhere. Frank's like, Native American? What can he do? <laughs> and Darth Squanto says, don't underestimate my powers. And then like fucking force slaps him. Frank goes flying onto the swing. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, so he force throws him and then lifts him. You know, Star Wars reference there, of course. Darth Squanto says his people are great shark hunters and the sharks once walked the land just like the buffalo. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh my God. They hunted in their herds and uh, they wore their shark skins, but just like the dolphins before them, they headed to the ocean where they found they were the top of the food chain. Now, again, I'm not an expert in evolution, but I feel like that's not correct. <laughs> but no, it's that's fucking hilarious, though. Frank's like, do you think you can take it? Darth Squanto is just like, yeah. And Frank puts his sheriff's badge back on and he's like, let's kill some mother trucking house shark. Darth, uh, <laughs> Darth Squanto weapons up Rambo bandana fucking 
you know, machete, all kinds of shit. And as he's doing this, a bunch of kids roll up on their bikes. Uh, this girl asks for Frank specifically and then just fucking kicks him in the nuts. He goes to the ground. So basically this little girl was going to be adopted by the couple that got killed in the house. And so she's pissed at Frank. And, you know, she's like, oh, they were going to adopt me. Now I got to go back to the shelter. And she kicks him one more time and then she fucks off. <laughs> so then Frank rejoins Darth Squanto and fucking George. And Darth Squanto is like, time we face this fish, the uh, mammal. He lifts up his shirt, like checks under his wrist. And he's like, aquatic devil. <laughs> so, yeah, the house shark is an aquatic devil, basically. <laughs> uh, and then he's like, have no fear, you know, blah, blah, blah. As he opens the door, the shark comes up right behind him, like immediately and eats him. We get some blood flying and like a severed hand and then the door closes. And then we, <laughs> so Darth Squanto is dead now. And also throughout this movie, like we saw with the Tinder profile earlier, like there's social media posts that come up quickly and then like go away. Um, this one comes up and it's a, post of Frank getting a Darth Squanto tattoo on his back. Like his entire fucking back just says like Squanto on it. It's so good. So then we're back at the real estate office. The boss slams his fucking phone down. And then from behind him, we hear, hello, Ronald. Ronald looks around, but the dude from the diner, Abraham, who's going to help out, he's in like plain sight behind him. The boss is like, come out. Where are you? I can't see you. And then finally, Abraham turns him around. He's like, oh, fuck it right here, stupid. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's obvious that they know each other. And then Abraham says he'll kill this shark thing. And it's like an Al Pacino and Quint impression, like his voice. I probably won't be able to do it justice, but I'll try and do it throughout. And like he has a terrible fake beard on. Like it's so bad. Ronald reluctantly agrees to have Abraham help him out. Oh, yeah. Also, so yeah, this guy's name is Ronald. It's Ronald Reagan Realty, and Nancy is his secretary. So, Ronald Reagan, Nancy Reagan, fun little joke. As I said, the characters' names are based off presidents and their wives. So, yeah, that's just another little trivia fact for you. <laughs> so, then we're in the backyard of the house. This German guy goes and wakes up Frank. And Frank tells him they're not showing the house, and the German guy says, no, he's not interested in the house. Frank sits up and he's like, oh, you must be that uh, that hooker I ordered. You're you're a bit early, but, you know, that's all right. Then he starts to undo his belt and he's like, oh, baby, you're so fine. And <laughs> it's, you know, he's like, it's Zachary, the house shark expert. And they shake hands like continuously. Uh, Frank offers him breakfast. You know, Zachary's like, oh, no, I already ate, blah, blah, blah. Frank, <laughs> then... Frank like very eerily asks if he has leftovers and starts feeling up Zachary and Zachary's like, Oh yes, help yourself. <laughs> and then, so Frank finds a fucking sandwich and like, he just starts mowing it down like crazy. Zachary asks to look around the house to like through the windows. And he says like how the house sharks are quite rare. And then Zachary explains that he got into house sharks because he loves sharks, but is afraid of the ocean. So that, yep, sure. Why not? <laughs> so Zachary's, a, you know, he's checking out around the house. He's looking in the windows. Uh, he opens up one window and he finds a shark tooth. And then the body of uh, John, the couple flops on the window. 
So apparently, according to Frank, no one had the balls to go inside and grab the body. So like these two mutilated bodies are just inside. And then they look at his finger and his girlfriend or wife's anus is stuck to his hand. Yeah, you you heard that right. <laughs> and Frank, uh, he smells it and he's like, smells like flowers and honey. <laughs> ah, so gross. But anyways, they push the body back in, close the window. Frank asks, like, where the tooth went, and Zachary says he accidentally dropped it. Again, Jaws reference. See Jaws, I, I don't need to explain every reference. Zachary is like, I have to think. And then he shoves two fingers in his nose and one in his mouth, because that's how Zachary thinks, apparently. <laughs> so they go to a bar. Now we're in a bar. And Zachary asks about Frank's life and career. And Frank's about to tell a story about when he was on the forest and I guess why he's not there. And that's when Abraham shows up and interrupts them. Frank checks his voicemail. George left a voicemail to let Frank know that Abraham was coming. Abraham explains he has a personal interest in this. Uh, he says this house shark he's been searching for for years. Last time he saw it, it bit both his arms and legs off, uh, but they had them stitched back on. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, and then Abraham says, you know, his fee is $10,000. And Frank says, you know, I'm fucking broke. Like, and Abraham says, he'll do it for a hundred. And then Frank's like, no, nah, I'm still broke. Like, you're not fucking getting anything. And then Abraham's just like, yeah, all right, I'll do it then. <laughs> so he just agrees to it. Not getting paid. He's just going to do it. So then Frank counters this offer of, you know, having to pay Abraham to having Abraham pay them $10,000 to join. And of course, you know, Abraham doesn't want to, but then he asks if they'll take a check. So yeah, he's he's in now. And paying, apparently. Whatever, it doesn't fucking matter. Abraham calls the bartender a bar wench, and so we see this bartender get their drinks ready, and then he starts pissing into their drinks before he starts serving them. The three of them go back to the house, all drunk. Abraham pukes, and they start talking about how they're going to get the shark and shit. Next morning, Abraham is there. Uh, he's making like instant coffee, pours in the hot water, you know, taking a nice sip. Takes the pot of boiling water and then fucking throws it on Frank and George, or Frank and Zachary, sorry. And their faces are all burnt. Like, it's all bubbly and shit. It's <laughs> so stupid, but it's it's funny. So then Abraham suggests that they go in to get the shark. Says it's taken him 127 years to find him, and he's not going to let him get away. I feel like those numbers are a bit off, but again, not an expert. <laughs> and then, you know, Frank uh, starts talking about how he initially wanted to sell the house. Uh, the real estate agency he's with is so persistent. Zachary says blowing up the house or burning it down would just give the shark the chance to escape. So they start to board up the house. And then Frank asks that it seems like the house shark can move through the walls. And he asks Zachary if boarding up the windows and doors would help. And Zachary explains that a house shark can only move in or out of a house through the windows and doors. Even though we've clearly seen this fucking shark in the plumbing already, it can only move out of the house through windows and doors. I'm not going to even try to understand or explain that one. Just fucking roll with it. <laughs> it. It doesn't make sense, okay? But it's fun. It's fine. 
So then Frank points out, you know, that they should have waited until they were inside before they boarded the door up. And I was like, oh, yeah, all right. So they start to unboard the door, and that's when Lady Bird pulls up. And, you know, Frank tells her, you know, I'm putting an end to this once and for all. He says he's been afraid for too long, but he's not afraid anymore. And then Lady Bird's like, oh, yeah, you're not afraid anymore? How shark! And they all look around where she's pointing. She points somewhere else. How shark! How? And she keeps doing this until Frank's like, oh, hey, I get it. <laughs> and then she's like, what should I tell your son? And then Frank's like, oh, tell him his dad had a psychotic breakdown and had to go away for a while. <laughs> and Frank's, you know, he just says he wants his life back. He wants his son back. He just wants to move on with shit. Lady Bird hugs him, wishes him good luck. And, you know, she and Theo will be waiting for him. And then they make out. So Abraham sees this and he's like, when you're done raking out with SpongeBob ugly face there, time's a wasting. <laughs> so that's that Lady Bird drives off. So they all quote unquote suit up, you know, they're getting all their weapons ready. He's putting the sheriff's badge back on all that shit. They get in the house. Uh, Abraham locks the door behind them and then he swallows the keys and he's like, I don't want you F words running at the first sight of trouble. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So the first place they check out is the bathroom where the babysitter uh, died at the beginning of the movie. It's still like got police tape and it's still all bloody. So even when they were showing this house, the bathroom was all bloody and taped off. So they did nothing to clean this up. So it's been like months of just a bloody bathroom and they're still showing this house. I couldn't even imagine the fucking smell. And like this couple wanted to buy it. Like what the fuck? <laughs> Jesus. And then of course they're in the bathroom. So they make a bunch of poop jokes. Um, Abraham just gets in the tub and he's like, oh, I'm just going to wait for the house shark here. And like, he just passes out like fucking immediately. And he tells like Frank and Zachary to keep a watch. Zachary pulls out this fucking toy gun that has like a CD attached to it. And he calls it a variable anomaly generator. V-A-G. It's a vag gun. That's all there is to that. Moving on. <laughs> and then Frank even comments like it looks like a fucking toy. And Zachary's like, oh, it's far from it. And with one pull of the trigger, he could blow the bathroom wall down. So then, you know, naturally Frank asks if it'll take the house shark down. Zachary says it may surprise the shark because it surprises him. I don't know what kind of fucked up logic that is, but sure, let's go with it. So then Frank tells him to put it away. He doesn't like looking at it. I'm not sure why this gun made him uncomfortable, but it did. <laughs> Zachary says he doesn't like holding it. And then Frank says all he needs is his handgun, you know. And Zachary's like, ah, yes, nine millimeter Beretta. Frank's like, oh, you know your weapons. One shot with this will blow a man's dick off. Uh, and it's just, you know, it's useless against a fucking shark. Like, even in real life, that gun would be fucking useless against a shark, let alone this supernatural land-walking fucking house shark, right? So, yeah. <laughs> and then once again, Frank is about to reveal his backstory, you know, about his time on the force, but Zachary falls asleep. So Frank stares at the toilet seat, like, waiting, and then all of a sudden he wakes up from a deep sleep. Uh, Zachary and Abraham are still sleeping, Frank goes to the toilet and he takes a piss in this gut filled toilet. Like still again, not fucking clean. And there he is taking a piss in it. 
And then he looks out the bathroom door and he sees the shadow of the shark. And as he does, he slowly turns towards the door, still pissing. And he ends up like pissing all over Zachary. (laughs) So Zachary wakes up. He's like, what's the fuck? You just give me a golden shower. (laughs) Oh, it's so good. And then Frank just like nods towards the door. Zachary sees the shadow. Abraham wakes up and is in between them holding a crossbow. The shadow just lurks away. And then the shark pops up behind them. They all fall into the tub. And like the shark starts coming after them. They're screaming like fucking little girls. And they're just swatting their weapons at it. And it goes away. Like that. It's like, oh, all right. And then it just disappears. So Frank naturally asks, like, why didn't it kill them? And Zachary's like, that was no house shark. And Frank says, say what? (laughs) And Abraham assures them that's the beast. And Zachary says, maybe a toilet grizzly or a sink prana, but not a house shark, even a couch gator. Abraham, you know, clearly disagrees with this because it clearly looks like a fucking shark. So, yep. We now see uh, one of those social media posts and uh, (laughs) they've drawn uh, dicks all over uh, Abraham's face. And Abraham notices the dicks drawn on his face. And Frank, you like, oh, yeah, it was probably the house shark. And then <laughs> Abraham just, like, rambles on into the mirror as he starts washing his face off. So Zachary suggests, like, drawing the shark out into the open. Uh, he starts rummaging through his bag, and he pulls out a female house shark costume. And Abraham's, like, looks like a regular shark costume to me, which it is. It's just a regular shark costume um, and has like a fucking tutu on it. So yep, it's a female shark, I guess Uh, not. It's not important. It's really not, but it's funny. And so Abraham is like, so one of us puts on the costume, goes to the house, presents their anus. Hope the shark thinks it's a vagina. So that's, yeah, that's, and that's literally their fucking plan. Like to put this shark costume on, try to lure the shark to fucking it and then attacking the shark. I I feel like this plan is not well thought out. So Abraham throws the suit at Frank and tells him to put the suit on. Zachary points out a name tag on uh, Abraham's suit. uh, And it says Syracuse house parade 2004 or something. Uh, So he was in charge of this house parade and the house he was showing kept having people disappear. He kept finding body parts and shit. And, that's, you know, the first time he sees a house shark. Basically, Quint's speech from Jaws, right? Um, eyes as black as a porn star's anus before it's bleached. That is a line ripped right from the movie. <laughs> so, yeah, do with that what you will. <laughs> so now Frank is wearing the costume. Abraham is all like, God bless America. And then Frank, again, is about to reveal his backstory, but interrupted by the shark. So Abraham pulls out his crossbow. It jams. He goes to unjam it. Zachary pushes Frank towards the shark and tells him to present his lady parts to it. (laughs) So again, trying to convince this shark that Frank's not in a costume. He's a female shark. So Zachary and Frank argue about letting the shark fuck him. Like just the tip. (laughs) And, you know, Zachary says he has drugs that will knock him out. So, you know, Hooper from Jaws. 
So Abraham comes back over, the shark has disappeared, it's behind them now all of a sudden, and it pulls out a fucking gun. They all dive out of the way, Abraham tells Frank to go to the light, Frank's not even hurt in like any fucking way, so it makes no sense, other than Abraham's just fucking psycho. So Abraham accidentally shoots the shark, it runs away. Zachary gets up, drops the drugs under the couch, and it's like a glowing uh, green vial. The shark's gone. Abraham asks Zachary why he wants the shark alive. Zachary tries to deny it, but Frank finds a photo of Zachary with a shark. Abraham and Frank uh, tell Zachary to explain, and now Zachary drops his German accent. His terrible German accent wasn't supposed to be real to begin with zachary explains that he was like a private scientist um he got some special weaponized plutonium from the government and he was experimenting on animals and it was designed to give them powers like camouflage and weapons knowledge blah 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 so that explains why the shark had a gun because it has weapons knowledge so i'm glad we got that figured out and out of the way and then he said like there was an explosion and exposed uh, woodrow uh, that's the name of the house shark. <laughs> so it exposed the shark to it. And, you know, he's the house shark. He's faster. He's stronger. And Zachary wants to take him alive to study him, but he knows it needs to be killed now. So Frank suggests using the vag gun. Zachary's like, oh, it won't stop it. House sharks can regenerate. Yeah, of course they can, right? Because they're house sharks. That's what they fucking do. <laughs> you know, Zachary suggests exposing it to more radiation could cause a chain reaction to kill the thing and blow it up. He says he saw it in the God Godzilla movie, so the theory is sound. Sure, I mean, I mean, Godzilla is probably a lot more scientific than this movie, so I mean, I would go with that plan over anything else they've come up with so far. So good on him. <laughs> Zachary says he has plutonium, but he can't find it. So that's the vial we saw go under the couch or whatever. Abraham just punches him and knocks him out. <laughs> and Abraham's like, if it's an animal, we can kill it. And if we can kill it, it's dead. And, and so on and so on. And then Abraham's like, well, here's some good old American firepower. This whole time now, they have Zachary in the costume and he's in a dog crate. Like, just basically being bait for them. Abraham and Frank start singing some song. Uh, Zachary joins in. It's like a fucking sea shanty. So, again, kind of like the scene from Jaws where they're having a go at the sea shanty there. And then we see sand bouncing on the floor. I feel like that's kind of a Jurassic Park reference. You know, when you see the water rippling, it means that the dinosaurs are coming. Uh, probably very, uh, very likely that this is a Jurassic Park reference. <laughs> So, and then the house shark just comes up out of the floor. Zachary screams like a fucking little girl. The shark goes after Frank. Abraham calls out to the house shark and says, look at me, I'm making out with your girlfriend. And then he starts pretending to like kiss uh, Zachary in the cage. And like, and so the house shark goes over to Abraham. Frank starts shooting the house shark. Abraham just keeps like kicking the shark. He's trying to reach for his crossbow. And when he does, he pulls over just like some random dude. And he's like, who the hell are you? And then fucking subtitles pop up. Cause it's some foreign guy. And he's like, I didn't think anyone was living here. And then Frank's like, damn squatters. Abraham's like, ah, oh, damn foreigners. And so he picks up this dude and he just starts throwing him into the house shark, like repeatedly into his face until the house shark, like finally eats him. Frank pulls out the vag gun and he shoots at the house shark. 
the gun misfires. The house shark pulls the cage to the kitchen. So with Zachary inside. So Abraham and Frank follow. We just see Zachary sticking out of the sink. He screams and then he's pulled into the drain. Blood spews out a bit and he's gone. So it's almost like he's gone through like the garbage disposal or some shit, but I, you know, he's gone through the plumbing, I guess. We can hear him like screaming through the plumbing as he's like kind of going through the house. Abraham and Frank are following the noise, leads them to the basement. Abraham says, you know, it's two tight quarters. You know, they need to regroup. Frank's like, well, what about Zachary? And Abraham's like, ah, forget that commie bastard. He's on his own. I mean, the fact that Zachary is even possibly still alive is fucking insane, but he is. Yeah, so he's alive in the basement, and he's like, I'm going to get them for this. I I don't know. Is he a fucking snake now? I don't think so. Would be a pretty cool fucking plot twist, though, and I definitely would have supported that. Maybe in House Shark 2. Maybe we'll get a sequel. Who knows? Frank suggests that they leave and, you know, regroup. Abraham says they can't. Frank tells Abraham to, like, let go of the personal grudge and regroup, right? Frank's like, we need help. We need to get out of here. Abraham's like, oh, but I need to pass the key because he put the key in his mouth. So he needs to shit this fucking key out in order to get out of the house. So then Frank gets a notification on his phone. It's another one of those social media posts, and it's a post of Zachary alive in the basement. So the house shark pops up behind Abraham and Frank with its gun. The house shark's about to shoot them, and the real estate boss swings a baseball bat, knocks the gun out of the house shark's fin, I guess, and starts hitting it. It's like, you're not going to keep us from getting a house sale. So we should note that this means that this guy has been in the house the entire fucking time. Because they boarded the house up, they've locked the door, Abraham swallowed the key. So this fucking real estate boss, Ronald Reagan has been in this house the entire fucking time, and he just shows up now. Fucking useless. <laughs> but yeah, he says he got locked in a closet, and he couldn't get out until something got knocked loose. And it's like, why wouldn't you... Like, you could hear them in this fucking house call for help. Like, ugh. But of course, he's a boss, so of course he's fucking terrible, right? <laughs> so Abraham, you know, asks, like, what's what's the plan? Like, what are we going to fucking do here? And so, you know, Ronald's like, I'm going to do what they do in all the mutant shark movies and the first Men in Black. He pulls out a grenade, pulls the pin, and he's like, I'm going in. And he throws himself into the fucking house shark's mouth. <laughs> and then there's like a little tiny explosion in the shark's mouth. It basically burps. And then, you know, it's fine. After that, it's like, oh, well, what an inconvenience. <laughs> Abraham and Frank duck away from it. Frank's like, he'll probably be back for dessert. And then we cut to the basement. Zachary installs a fuse upside down on the hot water tank to make it explode. There is a sign on the little fuse box on the tank that says this very thing will happen if you do that. I doubt the validity of that, but okay, so the hot water tank is going to fucking explode. So like immediately the water starts coming up the stairs, like the, the it flooded the house, like instantaneously. It's absolutely incredible. <laughs> so like this little hot water tank just somehow has enough water to fill the entire fucking house with water. <laughs> so Frank gives Abraham a life preserver. They're in like the living room or whatever. 
it's basically like just this terrible water effect, like running halfway up the screen and, you know, with like little bubbles and stuff. And so it makes them look like they're underwater. So Frank is now quote unquote underwater. And so is Abraham, even with the light life preserver. So Abraham's able to put himself under with this life jacket, which, uh, from you know the little knowledge I do have about life jackets and shit, uh, that you couldn't do that. That's a shitty fucking life jacket. So might be time to buy a new one there, buddy. They head to the basement and they're they're well they're walking, but they're making it look like they're swimming. So basically, they're walking and moving their arms like they're swimming. <laughs> so, and then there's somehow like fish in the basement too. I I can't explain that one. <laughs> Then there's a skeleton that bumps into Abraham for some reason. I, so I don't know where it came from. <laughs> Frank and Zachary start fighting. Like as soon as they get down there, Zachary knocks Frank's gun out of his hand and the gun like floats away. So they attach it to like two strings and just like have it slowly go down to the floor. I will give them props. Like they got really fucking creative with this underwater basement stuff. Yes, we know they're not actually underwater. There's like zero water in the scene, but like kind of the filters and effects they use for a movie of that low budget, a little impressive, actually. I kind of enjoyed it. So I'm going to give them props for that. And Abraham is still drinking out of his flask underwater. Again, couldn't tell you how that one fucking works. The house shark starts coming towards Abraham. Uh, he blocks it as uh, Frank and Zachary are still fighting. He kind of blocks it in the doorway. And then Zachary swims away like a fucking dolphin. Frank lifts up some uh, grate and the water starts to drain out. We've we've solved the flooding in the house now. Abraham's like, there's a problem. I'm sober. I haven't been sober in 27 years. Follow me, Francis. I know the way. And then they head upstairs. <laughs> okay the plutonium needle is now near the fridge frank is down to like his last rounds of ammo with his useless fucking gun the house shark is like starting to stalk them through the house and (laughs) this part was great because every time like the house shark comes into their room they just pretend to be like different pieces of furniture so like frank pretends to be a lamp abraham pretends to be a table the house shark stalks around again, and like so now Frank's a bookshelf. Then the shark falls over on its back, and it starts snoring. It's sleeping. <laughs> okay. Abraham reaches out his hand to touch the house shark's face. They established earlier in the movie that Abraham has a weird tick where he likes to touch people's faces. Uh... Yeah, they they sprinkle that throughout. Frank starts singing a lullaby. Abraham joins in. It's like the song Mockingbird, but for sharks. So, yeah. (laughs) Frank drops a book. The house shark wakes up, looks around, and then it goes upstairs. It's like, oh, nothing to fucking see here. We'll just go upstairs. Frank asks Abraham if he can pass the key. Abraham groans or farts and he says, uh, nope. And so Abraham says he is constipated because of the food. Frank says Abraham was supposed to be in charge of food, and but he blames Frank for it. So Abraham's upset that he's constipated, even though it's kind of his own fault. That's not important, but that's the information we got, so I'm sharing it. <laughs> Abraham says they need a plan. 
asks like what the shark's enemy in the sea is. Frank says, man, orca, another shark. And then Abraham says, mantis, as in a praying mantis. Frank says, like, no, that I don't think that's true. That's not a fucking thing, buddy. But Abraham insists, you know, he needs to train like a mantis, be a mantis, and be ready for when it comes back. So Frank just, like, he just agrees to it. He's like, there's no point in arguing with this fucking psycho. So we get a fucking training montage of Abraham fighting like a mantis. <laughs> so, you know, a little Rocky-style montage. Um, after the montage, Abraham suggests, you know, he's ready to pass the key. Frank gets Abraham a bucket, and Abraham struggles to shit, um, but he needs to touch <laughs> Frank's face. He's like, I think we're going to need a bigger bucket. Uh, you know, previously we were going to need a bigger house because, again, Jaws. <laughs> Abraham farts and finally shits. The house shark pops up and starts attacking. Abraham didn't pass the key, actually. Abraham can't finish shitting while the shark's watching. That's his problem. The shark's watching now, and so he's he's a little shy that he can't pass the key. I'm pretty sure... If I saw a fucking shark about to attack me, I would have zero problems taking a shit. Like, it would just be free-flowing. But apparently, I guess Abraham's also an alcoholic. Maybe that has something to do with it, too. It's fucked up his insides. <laughs> so he starts, like, fucking boxing the shark, but the shark just starts to eat him. Frank, you know, asks about the key, and Abraham says it's still in his butt, and he has to reach in and grab it. It's near the outer rim. And of course, you know, Frank really doesn't want to grab for it, but he does. And then shit spews out onto Frank. Super gross. <laughs> he falls back, uh, but he finds the plutonium syringe. So Zachary appears as a force ghost, like from Star Wars. And he's like, use the force of the plutonium. Frank injects the shark and nothing happens. And Abraham says to Frank to shoot him because he's more whiskey than man. Abraham's plan is for Frank to shoot Abraham because he's full of booze. And I guess that somehow gives him more strength. Frank agrees. Abraham doesn't like he came to the decision like so quickly and they argue a bit about it. The house shark is still like chewing down on Abraham, swallows him. And then he goes after Frank, but Abraham's legs are still showing a bit. And, you know, Frank starts shooting at them. And then, of course, we get, you know, the Jaws line, smile, you son of a biscuit. I don't know why, like, he couldn't just say bitch. I mean, with all the other shit that they say in this movie, eh, it doesn't matter. It's it's good enough. So he hits Abraham's foot and the fucking shark just explodes. Like the house is completely fucking destroyed along with looks like the entire fucking neighborhood. Like it is just a wasteland now all of a sudden. Frank, he finds Abraham's head still alive. Abraham's like, is it bad? And then Frank's like, no, no. We get the credits rolling. The credits start to roll at this point. Frank is, like, picking up Abraham's body parts. The crater for this house is, like, fucking massive. Like, they're in the middle of the fucking desert at this point. <laughs> so Abraham asks about Frank's time on the police force again, and then Frank's like, well, I think that's a story for another day. Don't worry, we got one little scene left. Ten minutes earlier, 
Zachary pops on screen and then he stumbles onto a shed. So he must have escaped the basement after he swam away like a fucking dolphin. He falls down and then we just see a shark start to pop from his chest, like a fucking chest burster from Alien. And that is it. That is House Shark. What can I say? I mean, I had an absolute blast watching this movie. Yes, some of the like derogatory language isn't necessary, but you know, with everything else and just how entertaining this movie is, it's pretty forgivable. And this was one of the movies that actually kind of got me back into watching these really weird and terrible shark movies. Cause before I was basically, you know, I was familiar with all the Jaws movies. Um, and then I think it was Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus was like the ones, the movies from like the asylum that I was really into in like college and whatnot. And then like when this movie came out, it kind of reignited my love for it just because it's so fucking ridiculous. Uh, again, with a lot of these movies, it's a little too long. It runs about an hour and 50 minutes, so it's almost two hours. There's a lot they probably could have cut, but I will say like there's not really a dull moment in the movie like it moves for like an hour and 50 minutes it it does move it moves pretty well it's just so ridiculous the situations the dialogue everything now if you're not a fan of these movies to begin with like you're not going to gain anything new from this but like this is one of those movies that like you get together with a bunch of friends fucking pack your bowls tight smoke up get drunk you will have a blast with this it is a good fucking time yeah, I'm really excited about, you know, doing some more um, SRS cinema ones that they've put out. We'll get into those at some point later on down the road. Definitely something to look forward to. And again, this movie was just a really good time. All right, well, that was House Shark from 2017, written and directed by Ron Bonk. Don't forget to check me out on all my social media at Bucket of Chum Podcast. You can follow me on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Or if you want to send an email, uh, send it to bucketofchumpodcast at gmail.com. And as always, leave me a review. Give me a five-star rating if you want. Give me a one-star rating if you want, if you really don't like the show. Leave a review. It really helps me out. And contact me on social media about anything you want. You want to just chit-chat? I'll chit-chat with you. Uh, You want to give me a review of the show? Give me a review of the show. You want to tell me something you like about the show? Tell me something you don't like? Go for it. I'm all ears. And that's it for this week. And I'll see you guys next week on Bucket of Chum. Thanks for listening to Bucket of Chum, the shark movie podcast.